0: Good day. This is your writing coach, Coach Debbie. I want to thank you for reserving this hour to spend with me. We talk all about the stories you are living by, the stories you are writing, and the identity of an author that you are claiming. Come to you every Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, and we offer an encore show on Fridays, and that's early for your commute into work. That's at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time Zone. I would also love it. I mean, I would just love it since Eric creates a wonderful podcast out of all of our live shows, If you would go to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe, that makes it really easy for you. You'll just receive the latest show in your feed. And if you have any words you'd like to send my way or about the show, please feel free to fill out just a quick little review. Just a few words really do make a difference. And I dearly appreciate you for doing so. Every week we come to you with a brand new topic. And we're really focusing on you becoming a writer of your book, your blog, your brand. Maybe it's something on the local sphere. Maybe it's something on the national or international level. Maybe it's just something between you and your lover when you leave a beautiful love letter on the breakfast table. I don't know. But whatever it is you're up to, I would be so delighted to support you on your journey as a writer. Today's show is dedicated to my dear friend Don Berman, who drove like a bat out of Narnia to get me here after we were having a lovely lunch and then all of a sudden I looked at the clock and went, I got a radio show to do. So thank you, Dawn, for getting me here on time. We are talking today about your kind of your writer's gymnasium and the habits and the phrases that you may have developed. Or that you might need to borrow from Coach Debbie to keep you on track. Because everyone that wants to achieve at something has certain habits, certain phrases, certain modalities, certain ideals, certain just certain things that's helping you stay on the beam. It's very important. If you don't have some kind of program, To go by, then you're just sort of winging it. I have learned by having a personal trainer that there are not only some things that are good ideas to try and follow, but tried, true, proven, and can be used over and over and over again by folks like you and I. So sometimes I like to think of the gymnasium as like a metaphor for us staying mentally in shape as well as physically. So I'll be bringing you some of the favorite lines I have from programs that I follow, and I sure would like to hear yours. Uh, A couple of people from my communities have already sent some my way that we'll be talking about, but think about it. What is a phrase or a habit that has really kept you on the beam? It has served you so well. It's something that you go to whenever you are needing support. When you develop habits like that, you start to have a very tight regime that you can count on. And let me tell you, my friends, since you can't predict what's coming moment by moment, day in and day out to your life, it is a really, really, really good idea to have some strong practices, habits, and phrases to keep you in alignment with what you say matters most to you. If you are new to the show, I just want to welcome you and let you know that I am a writing coach that offers a few different communities and I'd love to welcome you to any of them that sound like the best fit for you. For example, I have a community called My Superstars, Coach Debbie's Superstars. Now, most of the people in this group Are writing a book or a blog for the very first time. Most of them do not have formal training at the college level in writing, although they really enjoy writing and they wanted to come together as a group. If you feel like, gosh, something like that could really be supportive to me, I am offering the 2024 early bird registration, meaning that if you sign up now for 2024, you will not only get my best pricing, but you will get some invitations in the remaining weeks of 2023 to pop in and check us out. So if this sounds fun to you, to be a part of a writing community that meets on Zoom a couple times a month, I would like to invite you. All you need to do is send me an email and let me know you are interested in the superstars. You want to be one of Coach Debbie's superstars. Just write to me. My email is Debbie at CoachDebbie.com and Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y Debbie at CoachDebbie.com dot com. Just let me know. I'd like to be a superstar. I would like to write with you and your community. I'd like to talk about what's going well in my writing. I'd like to get some coaching. I'd like to listen to the experiences of others. That's what you get in this community. It's very affordably priced, and I can tell you that the people that take things like this seriously go far with their writing. Maybe though, maybe you are a woman who would like to be in a writing group that is just for women. Well, I have my very first women's community. I call it the heroine's salon. And salon just sort of meaning the, the gathering place, the living room, so to speak, even though we do meet online. The, the heroine comes from the hero's journey, but it's more of the feminine version of the hero and how she holds story and delivers it. So I get a little bit into the mythology of how we not only create story, but how we understand it and deliver it to our audiences. This again is for people that may or may not have formal education in writing, but it's definitely for women. And it's definitely for women that want to lean in to the strength of women coming together and offering their words in community. Again, also getting some coaching and having a uh, little support in the background by sending your, your drafts and such to me for feedback. And we also use the WhatsApp uh, application to keep us connected between our monthly meetings. The 2024 early bird, uh, what do we call that? Registration, I'll call it that. Registration is open now. An early bird should signal to you that that means a really easy on the budget price as you go into 2024. Again, if either of these programs, the community of superstars or the women's community, the heroine salon speaks to you, just write to me and let me know that you'd like to know details. My email is debbie at coachdebbie.com, and that's D-E-B-B-Y. All right. Now, I was just thinking the other day how sometimes, even though we tend to think about our dreams and how we would like to create our life and create our books and create our projects, there are times when life just sort of throws you a doozy and you got to make a decision, you know, am I going to stay in creative mode or am I going to sit this one out for a while? Now, I really like to encourage people, number one, when something comes along that you weren't expecting, consider your bandwidth. But don't consider it so you can just easily go, yep, I don't have enough, I quit. Not that. But consider your bandwidth and how you have used it in times gone by. Have there been times in your life before, there probably have, when you were surprised by circumstance? And maybe, 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 maybe you had just signed up for a writer's class And you were thinking, this is now the time I'm going to write my book, but, oh, what do you know? I'm pregnant. Or what do you know? I fell down and I have a bum leg. Or something like this. You all of a sudden have a surprise. And you're thinking, maybe I need to quit what I already started. I want to suggest to you right now that it's very, very possible that you have the capacity to keep going. Now, how do you know? Well, you're never going to have the capacity if you're the sort of person that really believes in the grind. In other words, you didn't really have enough capacity. You signed up for the writing class and now you have a big old surprise on top of it, so you weren't really taking that good a care of yourself anyway that's That's the person who's willing to really grind things out and hustle their way through. What if instead you've thoughtfully chosen to go forward with a plan? something has come up, and if you thoughtfully continue, you know it's going to stretch you. But when you stretch, you grow. And when you grow, you become mightier than you ever knew. It's very, very far from the grind. It's very, very far from hustle. It's away from that culture of get ahead and do it fast no matter what. But there's a certain calmness, a certain rites of passage that you can live into when you really consider what is the truth around my capacity and my bandwidth. I mean, let's just say you are the person that I was speaking to on the phone last week who says, wow, I just got started in your heroin salon, and what do you know? I'm pregnant, so I don't know what to do now. Well, you have to really think about Can you do two things at once on top of what you're already doing? And my guess is you probably can, but also you've got your subconscious that's telling you if you had any doubt that you wouldn't do well in the community or the class, maybe now is a real good time to bail. Maybe now I could get out of it. Well, if you're anything like my personal trainer, he would tell you this. He would tell you, you are only as strong as your habits. In other words, look at the things that you already have laid the groundwork on and that you're already strong in. Does it allow you to take on one more thing? Usually. Usually, yes. But if you haven't been laying strong foundations, if you don't have things in place in your life, taking on one more thing is going to feel like too much. So when I was talking to my personal trainer and I was telling him, you know, I'm already, I'm, I'm really surprised by this, but I'm just all of a sudden surrounded by two dear friends and my lover. Uh, have disease in their life where they need support. All of them are experiencing some form of cancer right now. And immediately I just thought, am I going to be able to keep doing these workouts? Am I going to be able to keep on my nutrition plan? Uh, Is this going to be too much for me? And he said, you are only as strong as your habits. And he reminded me, Debbie, you don't have the habit of going out and staying out until two o'clock in the morning and being at your desk by seven. You're not trying to pull off that habit. You don't have a habit of playing around with drugs and alcohol and seeing if you can wing life doing that. You don't have a habit of binging out on TV shows for nine hours a day when you should be taking care of your business. You have a habit of working out three times a week. You have a habit of eating 100 grams of protein a day. You have a habit of making sure you slip in a little ice cream here and there. But those habits are not going to take you down. And you can take on more than you probably think you have capacity for. It's not going to ask you to grind. It's not going to ask you to hustle. It's going to ask you to employ another habit. Start with a new phrase. Start with another idea until it becomes a habit. This is how we stay strong in the gymnasium of our life. We figure out what habits, what phrases really support us. We lean into them. We know we can have a little bit more because you know life is going to dish you a little bit more even when you're not looking and planning it. My guess, my friend, is that you can look at your bandwidth and decide, I'm going for it, as opposed to the knee-jerk reaction of, oh, I'm out, I quit, this sounds big you can always quit later down the line. Why don't you reaffirm just for a moment? When life catches you off guard, I think I got some habits in place that are really, really going to support me right now. I want you to think about this. What kind of habits do you have in place? What sort of phrases do you live by so that the things you want to do, like write a book, like start your year-long blog. What things do you have in place so that you can take on these new, cool roles as author, even even if something a little surprising comes along and asks for a little bite out of your bandwidth. I want you to think about that and also consider if you want to send that in to me. I would love to read your phrase or your habit on the air. We're going to take a little break right here, my friends. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back with Story U Talk Radio. You
1: know Coach Debbie from Story You Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just Sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com. That's Coach, D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence.
0: Welcome back to Story U Talk Radio. This is your writing coach, Coach Debbie, and we are talking today about your habits. One good habit is to put your phone away. That's a really good habit. Try that out. Another good one is to review. When you are doing something that really, really challenges you, if you are not in the habit of reviewing what you have learned recently you're going to think that's for the weakling. I promise you, I used to teach college-level writing, and I would come up face-to-face with students that just thought, review is for the weak. Review is for the person that didn't study hard enough. Actually, review is for the scholastic-minded student. Review is something that allows you, again, to go back, take a look, and see where do I need to study more? What made sense to me the first time that I completely forgot about? Because your brain is not expected to hold all the information it's ever read. When you employ the habit of review Not only are you getting a second or a third or a fourth chance to take in something you've studied, but you're also being given the chance to sort of pump up your own self-esteem and your own relationship with how you learn. You're getting an opportunity to see, you know, do I remember things better if I read them to myself? Do I remember things kind of like Coach Debbie, if they're in audio format and we listen to them on our phone? Are you someone that really needs to have your body moving around while you're learning something new or else it doesn't stick? If you get into the habit of living by review, you're going to know yourself better and automatically you're going to start to do better in areas that are really creative and, and desirable for you. Now, like I was saying before the break, I have a group that I call my superstars. And in this group, we have different levels of writing, but there is a real emphasis to the members that this is their first time doing something big, like writing a book or doing a year-long blog. They're doing something that feels big to them. If they were feeling like it's the failure that does review, I can tell you this, more of them would fail to complete their project than those that would succeed and finish. Why? Because review is just one of those things that your mind, your memory needs. It's almost like depleting yourself of your needs if you don't give in to that review. So don't see review as weak. It's much weaker to just up and quit something and not give it another thought, not really examine why you've chosen to walk away than it is to to get honest with yourself and say, I only remember a certain portion of this. It's time for me to review it. You'll be glad you did. And when you get into the habit of review, you also get into the self-esteem habit of really being very accepting of who you are and what your real capacity is. And let me tell you, my friends, you need to know your capacity and your bandwidth because like we were saying at the beginning of the show, things can happen in life. And you'll have to determine, since I enrolled in the course and something has happened, am I really in a position to go forward? Nine times out of 10, we are. But it is our fear that makes us think, nope, I got to quit. All of a sudden I found out I'm pregnant. All of a sudden I found out I have to caretake for someone. All of a sudden I found out I'm moving to two states away. There's no way I can do a class. But What if you not only could, but you could thrive by doing so? You're not going to really know this about yourself unless you start developing the open mind and the habit of those that review things. Be a person who's open to review. Now, I just want to remind you a little bit about last week's show. We were talking a little bit about the difference between doing a draft, which means writing something out for the first time, stepping away, coming back, and maybe doing a little editing. That would be called your second draft. Stepping away, coming back, and then really, really looking for every last detail that you could change, add, or drop to make it exactly what you want, we would call that your final draft. In last week's show, we were looking at the difference between drafting something and then actually receiving sort of a download, a download of an idea. Now, the difference is that the person receiving the download wasn't necessarily studying to receive it. They were more or less minding their own business, living their own life, doing things on their terms, really being in their own cosmic, wonderful energy. And they started to get an idea. And it really, really sounded like something that would match up with them. They picked up their pen and they wrote it down. They wrote it as they were hearing it. They wrote it as they were feeling it they're downloading. They're just taking this stream of consciousness and moving it towards a piece of paper. Now, often that person will step back and go, hey, wow, this just sort of came to me and I really like it. This is a habit I would like you to get into. This is something that if you can give your energy to those instinctual moments where you're all of a sudden getting an idea, you're all of a sudden feeling a download coming through, you're willing to pull over and write it down. There's a part of you that thinks, if I don't, I could lose this, and that would be really, really sad. This This idea that's coming through is something I really want. If you can get into the habit of relating to those downloads, guess what? You are in the gymnasium of your life and you are building this wonderful habit we call trust. This is your self trust. This is you saying, I heard something coming in. While I was driving today, I saw something before me while I was on my morning walk, and I had to just take down the idea. It was just too good to risk that it might go by. When you do this, every time you get a little download, you start to really trust your voice. Now, how does this help you in the gymnasium of your life? Well, if you're someone that wants to author a book or a blog or create your latest brand, if you're someone that wants to communicate open heartedly to your lover, if you're someone that wants to bring more cohesion in your workplace, you need to be listening to those high level downloads that come in. You need to trust that that's your higher voice speaking to you. Now, I want you to notice when it comes, tends to come when you are not obsessing about something, when oftentimes, uh, I know this is true for me, as well as some other people I've worked with, it'll happen when your hands are busy, like your hands are on the wheel of a car, or your hands are on the leash while you're walking your dog, or your hands are in a a pot of soil because you're out in the garden or something, you're going to notice that your mind is freed up. Your hands are in something that's part of your daily or creative life, and your mind just taps into a, a thought that is going to serve you. Maybe right now, maybe in your very near future, maybe in the more distant future. But what you also notice is how you feel while you think about this thought, how you feel as the words are coming through. Seriously, I want you to get those words down. That's a download. That's you learning how to trust you and getting a little glimpse into what you want for your very near future, if not a future, just a little bit over the horizon. This is a habit, working with the download, letting yourself, on the one hand, if you've been studying, draft out ideas. But on the other hand, If you've been just very creative or very into the habits of your day, walking the dog, driving the car, now it might be time to listen up, see if some thoughts are coming through, and take them down. It's a great way to to build your trust. The previous idea, letting yourself go into review mode, It's a great way to build your self-esteem. It's another form of trust, you could say, but you find a certain esteem of going back, reviewing what you need to be thinking about again, because we can't expect everything we study to stick. Sometimes we need just one or two or three rounds of review, but it fills your esteem that you are more and more prepared. It also lets your mind off the hook of being such the perfectionist that you have to remember everything, or you have to remember so much, or you're only smart if you can remember it all. These are just funny little lies that our mind will tell us, and we don't want to give in to that. We want to be the person that lives in that gymnasium of life, develops new habits by maybe number one, doing a little review, maybe number two, really linking up with those downloads as they come in. Maybe working with the drafting process, putting out your first piece of writing, taking a little break, doing some editing, taking another break, maybe even bringing in another person to looking at it and fine tuning it. That's a great way to build your trust. When you're in this gymnasium of life, you are relying on your habits because as my trainer says, you are only as strong as the habits you live by. But keep in mind, a habit doesn't happen because you do it on Monday and Tuesday, and that's it. A habit is something you're really regular about. You're very thoughtful about. You've come to honor that it works for you. It's developing and growing you. It's allowing you to connect more with your self-esteem, and it's allowing you to feel Like you can really trust yourself. These are skills that the author wants. And these are skills that are gonna help you keep going further and further as you develop your identity as an author. Once more, I wanna remind you that the doors are open if you would like to be a part of one of my communities. I have the superstars for those who are writing their first book, their first blog, maybe even their very first article, but they know that they're in it and they want to be in community. They want to be coached in front of the group. They want to hear the coaching that goes to others. We meet a couple of times each month and right now the Pre-ordering for 2024, the door is wide open for that. If you reach out to me at Debbie, at CoachDebbie.com, that's my email, Debbie, at CoachDebbie.com. Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. Just let me know. I'd like to be a part of that superstar community, and I'll send you the info so you can get the early bird pricing. Or maybe you are a woman and you're really, really wanting that really sacred feminine container of meeting up with other women. This is my heroines community and we are just getting started. We meet up once a month, but I also supplement the group with audio recordings and the WhatsApp a uh, application that you can have on your phone and this allows us to stay more connected uh, throughout the month. This is a group that will be meeting all the way until June 2024. You do need to qualify for it. Uh one, you need to be female, <laughs> but you also need to have something you're pretty dedicated to writing and completing on some level by June 2024. If you're interested in that, we have a early bird special for you if you would like to jump in starting January 2024. Again, just write to me, Debbie, at CoachDebbie.com. That is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. Now, today we are looking at that gymnasium of your life, where you go to build muscle and routine and pattern and good health for your life. I have more phrases and slogans for you to live by. We have one more break coming up right here, my friends. Stay tuned and we will be right back.
1: You know Coach Debbie from Story Utah Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to coachdebby.com. That's coach d e b b y. coachdebby.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence.
0: Welcome back to Story U Talk Radio. It is a delight to spend this hour with you. We come to you every single Thursday. Try to bring you a very new topic every week. And we're here at 4 p.m. live Pacific Coast time and 7 p.m. Eastern time. We also create a podcast out of our live show and we offer that to you on your favorite platform. So go over there, subscribe to Story U Talk Radio. That's a capital U, Story U Talk Radio with Coach Debbie. And if you are moved to, I would so love it if you would consider sending me just a little review. It helps me out. And I bet it'll help you just feel good as well. We're hanging out in that gymnasium of life today where you build your strong habits. What are the phrases and the slogans and the daily things that you do to have great habits? You're going to need these when life just sends you a curveball or when things just suddenly appear or disappear from your life. You're going to need good habits in place. Otherwise, what is your only other option to lean into? Bad habits. And you don't want that. It multiplies quickly. When things change for you, you either take off soaring because you lean into your strong habits, or you plummet because you're leaning into your bad habits. It's by nature. We do more of what we are habitually known to do. Lately, I have been indulging in the daily habit of a dessert. Now, it only took a few days in a row for me to feel like this is a great idea. Why don't I do this more often? And I'm enjoying myself thoroughly. Now, it kind of conflicts with some of the other goals I have. So I'm going to have to nip this one. Why? Because I don't want it to become two desserts a day, or three, or five, or ten, because that's really going to get in the way of some of my, my most desired goals. But if I can just notice, uh aha, I'm on day four now of a dessert every day, I can nip it, right? I can tuck it into the background and start focusing on some more grounded habits that I have. One of the slogans I really like to use to help me fall into the groundedness of a good habit is this one keep it simple. Have you heard this slogan before? If you are an anonymous follower of any of the 12-step programs, you know this is one of the key slogans, keep it simple. Now, just like leaning into the download where that helps you develop your trust for yourself, when you keep things simple, It helps you make quick, effective decisions, right? Because more often than not, the dramatic things are the decisions that you're really going to have to ruminate over and spend some time with. But if you're keeping something simple, there's probably a quick and easy decision that sounds better than the more dramatic long-out ones. If you're keeping things simple, you're not necessarily doing what's easy in your life, but you're doing something that might have fewer steps. You might be doing something that might require less time. You might be doing something that requires fewer hours of study or less of a knowledge base. If you're keeping something simple, the decision to go forward can happen quicker than if you're doing something that is more detailed, dramatic, chaotic, etc. So just note here that anytime you are practicing a habit from the, the gymnasium of good lifestyles, You're not only taking on an idea, like keeping something simple, but you're developing something inside of you, like being a good decision maker. When you decide you're going to pull off the road, for example, and take down that download, you're starting to trust your own voice. You're really starting to trust your relationship with yourself and the things you want to share. These are really, really important things to do. I want you to think about the last time you didn't trust you. You trusted someone else or something else and it sort of conflicted with your own ideas. Usually when we do that, It's because we haven't developed our trust enough, and we're thinking if we go with someone else's idea or the popular vote, maybe we too will stay popular and maybe save a little face. But is that what really matters most to you? I know for me, I would much prefer to follow my own trust than to follow the crowd. So what is it that you can lean into? Another really good slogan or phrase to live by, and you can change the words on this to let it serve you, but again, I take this from 12-step programs. They call it let go and let God. But you can change that up if that kind of rubs you a little like, oh, that sounds religious or Whoa, that sounds like something I'm not really a part of yet. What if you let go and you let your higher power decide? Or you let go and you sit still? Or you let go and take a breath? Anytime you're making the decision, I don't have to control this right now. You're letting something be you're letting it just be right over there. Letting go is not the same as throwing away. Letting go is far from being forgetful and absent-minded. When you let go, think about it this way. If you had a little tangerine in your hand and you were gripping it tightly and someone said, let go, you would all of a sudden realize that the muscles in the palm of your hand are getting a break, right? They're getting a little break. The tension is released. Now, in the gymnasium of your life, in finding a great way to become an author, in thinking about staying the course in, you know, a writing class or something like this, letting go will serve you. Letting go not only allows you to relieve some tension, but letting go allows you to bond just a little bit with the higher sense of you, a higher sense of your own knowing. You want that as you become an author. You want to be the person who can really trust That if you release an idea for a minute and take a deep breath in, that you're not throwing it away, being forgetful, saying that you don't have enough bandwidth, giving up on your capacity. You're not doing anything like that at all. Instead, you're claiming that instead of being the one that has to control everything, I'm just going to have a nice breath here. I'm just going to relax my shoulders for a moment. I'm just going to lean back into my habits of being someone who can draft, being someone who can capture a download, being someone who can get out and have a walk when she needs to, being someone who can sign up for a community when it serves her to be around others as opposed to isolation. That's letting go and letting God. That's letting go and taking a breath. That's letting go and leaning into the strong habit of a higher wisdom, a higher wisdom that can lead you along. Keep in mind that anyone, including yourself, especially including yourself, that wants to author something, that person really wants others to benefit of course we are doing a part of it for ourselves. There's a story we want to share, or there's something we've lived through that we know will help us if we can get it down in words. It will relieve us of a certain tension. But usually, if you have the guts to go forward and write a book or stick with a one-year blog or something along these lines, you are aware that what you have to offer is going to benefit well beyond you and your immediate people. It's going to have a benefit that will bring just a little more love and a little less fear because you had the courage to stand up and author it. Now think about that when you take the courage to live and say each day, I want to take one little stand, just take one little stand for something that matters to you personally. Maybe it's at the dinner table where someone blathers out an idea and you just say, you know, I, I don't know that I really see it that way. I, I see it a little differently. That's actually the start of learning how to stand on your own two feet, and be really, really solid in your own words. It takes guts to say that. Some of these people sitting at the the table are related to you in blood. Maybe some of them want to leave you $10 million someday, and you don't want to upset them. (laughs) But it's okay. It's okay to go to your gymnasium of quotes and slogans and say, you know, I actually see it a little differently. Or, you know, I was in a situation like that once, but I've learned to do it this way. Remember, when you take a stand, you're not saying there's only one right way to do things and it's my way. You're actually exercising the right to be an author and say, I've come to understand. A way I want to express. It's very, very different than saying I have to talk everyone into following me, trusting me, understanding me, and giving up their ways to only do it my way. Authors put ideas out there for their audience to ponder. It doesn't mean that your audience is going to immediately decide that that's right for them, but you're doing your best to stand. To really be honest about how you see something. Not to put others down, but to just say, I fill this little space, this little pocket right here with these thoughts. Authors do that. A lot of authors are afraid that the minute they do it, the people important to them will cut them off. And maybe the people important to them won't understand, won't like it and will cut them off for a moment or two or longer. But if what you're saying as an author really matters to you, you need to be in that gymnasium of lifestyles and find those slogans that are going to serve you. Once you're an author, you can't go back and not be an author. It's gutsy business. You might need a coach to lead you into that realm but what i want to share with you here is you are only as strong as your habits that is ingrained in me since my trainer said that to me you are only as strong as your habits begin with the phrases and the slogans that are going to serve you and allow you to be free and honest and trustworthy and esteemed With your own voice. That's what's going to help you put your work out into the world. I hope this has served you, my friends. We come to you with a new topic every Thursday. Today, we're really looking at the gymnasium of your life, where you go to build some muscle as an author, to build some credibility, Next week, I'll have something all new for you. I am Coach Debbie. You can find me at CoachDebbie.com. That's D-E-B-B-Y, CoachDebbie.com. Until next week, my friends, namaste.